Welcome to the podcast, California. Such a lovely place, such a lovely place, such a lovely face. What? No, there's no face on a podcast. I guess if this podcast were to have a face, it would be me, because it's called the Harlan Highway, and I'm Harlan Williams, your host. Welcome! the Harlan Highway. Why am I so hyper? I guess I'm excited because we have a fun, great show for you today. I don't know if you listen in your car while you're walking your dog, while you're making love. I hope that's when you listen to the the highway. But wherever you are, uh, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, My friend, comedian Gene Pompa is back. I love this guy. Very funny uh, stand-up comedian. We're here chit-chatting about his life and just his take on the world. Um, I love it. We're going to be talking about your habits. Do you have weird habits, little quirky habits and rituals that you do around the house uh, during the day, during the night, in your life? Um, Here's a habit I don't like we'll be talking about, gum chewing. We're going to get into the whole gum chewing phenomenon And then something I hate even more, Dr. Ascot. It's Friday. I got to talk to him. But right now I'm talking to you here on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Hi. Welcome to the Harland Highway. And you ever talk to someone who um, chews gum a lot? Like they never stop chewing right in your face. And you just want to kill them. Kind of like the way you want to kill me right now. You wouldn't hit a guy with gum in his mouth, would you? <laughs> Go ahead, punch your radio. Come on. I'm chewing gum in your radio. Punch it. Oh. oh, I could just chew all day. But I won't torture you. I lied. Okay. I'm stopping now. No. I really am. I, I've stopped. Believe me, it, it's an, it's annoying. It's just as annoying for you to hear that as, as it is for me to even do it. And I guess I was just, you know, uh, stressing a point there that uh, people who chew gum um, and don't really do it uh, <laughs> in a subtle way can drive you insane, man. What the hell is gum? Anyways, who came up with gum? Isn't I, I don't even know where gum comes from. Isn't it from a tree? Is it from a gum tree? Like, was some guy wishing in life that he was a beaver? And he's like, man, 
I'm going to go chew down that pine tree. Timber. I'm going to go chew down that spruce tree. Timber. I'm going to go chew down. Wait a minute. What's this tree? I can't seem to bite through it. I just keep chewing it. It won't. I can't cut it down. I don't know. How did gum get started? Some guy break a branch off a tree. He's hiking through the woods. I'm hungry. I think I'll eat a tree. Snap. Why can't I digest this branch? Can't seem to put a tooth mark in it. I don't know. Does it? Does anyone know? Call me. Tell me. Help me. 888-500-2090. Where the hell does gum come from? And what do you do with your gum? Are you one of these people that when you're finished your gum, you find a little piece of paper and put it in the gum, and then some people actually fold it like they're doing origami, or it's like they're sticking a letter in it. Okay, I put the gum in the paper, fold over the right side, fold over the left side, fold over the top. There's a little gum bomb. You know, put it in the trash. Are you one of these gum guys like, I don't want to chew this anymore. (laughs) You just spit it on the sidewalk. That's where you see all those little black spots all over the sidewalk. Looks like the back of a leopard. It's like the sidewalk is like a leopard skin rug. There's so many black uh, pieces of gum on it. Are you one of these people that stick it (laughs) under your chair Wedge it underneath the edge of a table. Or you reach under the table and you you find the trim under there and you you jam it in the corner underneath. Isn't it funny the the weird places that gum shows up? Or do you go in the uh, public bathroom and stick it on the wall? I don't know. It's weird because it just stays there forever. I think gum is probably holding up half of the structures in the world. Just people accidentally stick their gum on things and it prolongs their life. Because suddenly they've got that extra seal, that extra support, that flexibility. It's like, how come that skyscraper didn't fall down when all the other ones did in the earthquake? Well, that's because they chew a bunch of gum in that place, and I guess people stick the gum all over the building. Oh, okay, I see. Made it real flexible-like? Yeah, that's right, dumbass. What'd you call me? Dumbass. How'd you know my last name? (laughs) Oh. And then there's bubble gum. Right? You blow these big bubbles. What was, what's the point of blowing bubbles? Human beings walking around blowing bubbles out of their face? Hey, bubble face. My name's dumbass. Sorry. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fun blowing bubbles. It's relaxing. <laughs> Although it can be annoying when people snap them, right? They pop the bubbles. You ever do one of those huge bubbles where it... (laughs) 
and then it pops all over your face and suddenly you look like a zombie or you look like you've been in a fire. You've got like this wrinkled pink layer of skin all over your f- face. Ugh. Ugh. Oh my God, it's Freddy Krueger. No, it's just bubblicious, man. What the hell? Oh, well. I think I'm going to go get some gum and think about all this. See if I can get my thoughts to stick together. Actually, better yet, why don't we do this? I've had this guy in, uh, you know, over the last days and weeks. I love this guy. He makes me laugh. Uh, let's get him in here. Mr. Gene Pompa, one of the funniest guys in the U.S. You've seen him on the Conan O'Brien show. You've seen his special on Comedy Central. We got him right here, right now. How you doing, Gene? I'm actually not doing good. I'm not doing that good right now. I, my friend got mad at me. I was, I was house-sitting for him. Yeah. And, um, I guess he's a big Star Trek fan, whatever, and I didn't know that, and I... And I took one of his uh, Star Trek coffee mugs, Uh-oh. right? And I put it in the microwave, <laughs> and 30 seconds later, it disappeared. <laughs> you I transported it. I didn't know you're not. I didn't know that. That I didn't know that. Oh no. Yeah, and I was house sitting. Then he got mad because his girlfriend came over. Yeah. So then I started girlfriend sitting. Wait, what, what, what's that mean, girlfriend set? Well, I thought he like he said, take care of the house, you know, and yeah. and uh, clean it up real nice. I did, and then this girlfriend came over, and she looked a little dirty. Oh, so I cleaned her. Oh my God! I but think I didn't have any cleaner. You might have uh, gone over the line, Gene. Oh, uh, I shouldn't have licked her. See, that's uh, that's over the line. You can't. Oh, I didn't, you can't <laughs> house sit. Uh, you, you can't girl I, sit. I didn't. They didn't even say anything. And then I started pet sitting, and I think that's what freaked him out. What'd you do to the pet? Cleaned it. Oh God, Gene. His cat won't go anywhere near me. Oh, sad. Do you have Do you have your own pets? I have a crocodile. <laughs> wow. Where do you keep that? I keep it in my uh, in my bathroom. And what's its name? Skunky. <laughs> Wait a minute, you got a crocodile in your bathtub. Where do you keep clean? Actually, I have two crocodiles in the bathtub. Two? What's yes. the, who's the other one? Skunky and... Mario? Mario? What? I don't get it. What are you d- doing with giant reptiles, man-eating reptiles in your bathtub? I'm mating. They're mating. Oh, they're I'm mating. mating them, yeah. So you're starting like a reptile farm or something? Yeah, and I have these two crocodiles, and sometimes when they're mating, I'll, I'll poke them with a stick. You know, how come I poke him with a stick? Why? I'm a croc blocker. <laughs> I'm a, a croc blocker. I'm a big old croc blocker. Gene Pompa on the Harland Highway. <laughs> oh, I love Gene. He's a croc blocker, people. You get it? You get it? So, uh, you know, if you're a crocodile and you're listening to the highway, which I know you are, Just be aware that Gene Pompa's out there, and he will mess up your intimate moments. He's a a big old crock blocker, man. That should be a reality show on the Discovery Channel. Gene Pompa is the crock blocker. Crikey! I was sneaking through the bush, and I saw these two crocs having sexual intercourse on the bank. I snuck up on them, 
And just as the male croc was about to explode, I jumped out from behind a eucalyptus tree and I was like, Boo! Crikey, I'm a cock. I'm a croc blocker. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll have to get Gene in here some more. I hope you enjoyed him. Uh, check out his, uh, his, you know, the whole litany of uh, internet things you know what they are myspace facebook all that stuff um and uh thinking speaking of uh crock blocking how about uh sock blocking and uh here, here's what i'm getting at you ever you ever wake up in the morning and you're getting ready and you look down at the floor and you go oh there's my socks because i don't know if you're like me I, i'll wear a pair of socks for two days before I throw them in the laundry, right? I'll put them on on a Monday morning. I'll take them off, throw them on the floor, put them on again Tuesday, and then that's it. After that, they're in the laundry, right? But what I notice is when they're laying on the floor, um, for some reason your socks, they kind of take on the shape of your feet. So if you throw them on a, in a pile on the floor, you pick them up, and it's like, they still bend, right? Your your socks still bend left and right. You can actually see which foot was in which sock. So you hold your socks up and you try to go, wait a minute, was this one? But, but because it's fabric, by the time you lift them up, they change a bit. And not that it should matter, but maybe it's just me. Maybe it's obsessive compulsive or whatever it is. I'm like, wait, was this sock on my right foot or my left foot? Which way is this one bending? What, are the toes going in or out on this sock? Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to put the wrong sock on the wrong foot. That would be madness. And then I'm like, what the hell do I care? It's a sock. It's a piece of cloth. It'll go any way I want it to go. The socks aren't going to boss me around. I'm a sock blocker. I'll do what I want. Isn't that weird? Does anyone else go through that stupid ritual? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's, it's one of those weird little things in life. Well, let's see. My socks are the right ones bending to the right and the left. Let's put the socks on right. Um... I don't know. Let me know. Do you have any weird little quirky uh, little things that you do like that that maybe most people wouldn't? If you want to reveal any of your quirky little rituals that are just innocent and meaningless, but you know they're probably just things that you do that nobody else does. Like you maybe have to pick a pot up with a certain pair of oven mitts or... You know, you, you when you do your laundry, you have to do it a certain way or you put your toothbrush in a certain spot every night because you don't want the tooth fairy to come. I don't know. But I always find stuff like that amusing. If you want to share any of your quirky little habits or rituals, give us a call, 888-500-2090. Let's get a whole bunch of them and uh, we'll, we'll put them on the uh, podcast for you. I think I think it could be fun to hear what uh, what silly absurd things people do. Um and speaking of silly and absurd, oh god, it's Friday. Ah. 
I don't even think this is silly or absurd. I just think it's annoying. I hate it. I have to see my uh, on-air therapist. It's mandated. It comes from the top down. My boss, Doug Featherstone, insists that I do it because they think I'm a liability, blah, blah, blah. So let's get it over with. Here we go. It's Friday, and it's time for me to meet with Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. Hello, Dr. Ascot. How are you today, Arland? I'm doing good, I guess. What are we doing today? Today, Arland, I want to revert back to your water birth. What are you talking about? I looked at your birth records, Arland, and it turns out you were a water baby. A water baby? Your mother gave birth to you in water. You splashed out into the world underwater like a fish. Oh, I, you know what? Now that you say that, I remember my mother telling me about that. Yeah, it was one of those uh, things where they... Uh, I was in the bathtub and there was a, 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 a wet nurse or whatever they're called. A, a, I, I don't know, a home nurse thing. Yes, Holland, I know what you're referring to. And uh, yeah, I was born in the bathtub, in the water. And that's what I'd like to touch on today, Holland. Well, what do you mean? I'd like to revert back to when you were a child. I'd like you to take some large steps backwards and talk to me about your feelings of when life was simpler, when you saw life through the eyes of a child, Arland. Oh, well, okay, that actually sounds like it could uh, be kind of pleasant and refreshing. Exactly, Arland. So why don't we start at the beginning? Okay. Do you remember the first time that your mother ever told you she loved you, Arland? Uh, probably not, but not the first time, but maybe uh, the the first time maybe I remembered it was maybe when I was five. Okay, and what did she say? She said, uh, I love you, Harland. And then what did you say? Uh, then I said, I, I, I love you too, Mommy. You're the best mommy ever. Okay, that's wrong, Holland. What do you mean it's wrong? That's not how an underwater baby would sound. Excuse me? I want you to say it again, but now say it as if you are still underwater. A little bald baby bubbling around underwater. What are you talking about? I want you to say... You love your mother, but as a water baby. I don't know how to do that, Dr. Ascot. Just pretend you're underwater, Arland. What? Try it. <sighs> okay. I love you, mommy. You're the best mommy ever. Excellent, Arland. Excellent. See? Wow, that's... That was kind of interesting. Exactly, Arlen. Do you remember the first time your father congratulated you and called you a good boy? Yes, I do. Let's hear it. But underwater is a water baby. Um, okay, my dad said, congratulations. I just, uh, I just thrown a pitch in at a baseball game and, uh, we got an out. And my dad ran onto the field. He goes, congratulations. Uh, pardon me. Congratulations, Harlan. 
You're a good boy. You, daddy loves you. Excellent, darling. What a baby. Yeah, this is good. Wow. I, I kind of like this. It's making me feel relaxed and... <laughs> Excuse me? You heard me, Arlen. What was that noise? <laughs> what was that? I farted, Arlen. What do you mean you farted? I passed gas, Arlen. Why would you do that just when I'm feeling good? And because a part of being a water baby means that when your mother gave birth underwater, she probably blew some noxious gases out of her fallopian tubes, causing underwater fart babies, we call them. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right, Arlen. You see, you weren't the only baby in the water that day. There were some underwater fart bubble babies. Oh, God, are you, are you out of your mind? I want you to talk to your brothers and sisters, the fart bubble babies. The fart bubble babies are my brothers and sisters. They all came out at the same time, Arland. Are you crackers? Arland, talk to your brothers and sisters. I don't know how to talk. What was that? That's how you talk to your brothers and sisters, the underwater fart babies. Would you quit making those noises? Just cut it out. Let me hear you talk to your brothers and sisters. Oh, God. What, what, like... No, do it like you're underwater, Arland. Oh. Hello, brethren. Excellent, Arland. That was your sister. Now say hello to your underwater fart bubble brother. You got... Do it, Arland. Hello, little brother. How are you... Excellent, Arland. Now I want you and your fart bubble friends to play double duchy. What are you talking about? I want you to skip with your fart bubble brothers and sisters. What do you mean, skip? That's what children do. They skip. I don't have a skipping rope. Pretend you are jumping around on your mother's smashed up fallopian tube. Get out of here! <laughs> Stop making those noises! It's your brother and sister calling. They want to play double duchy. Get out of here! <laughs> Good lord, what the hell is wrong with the fart bubble brothers? You and your fart bubble friends. What the hell is wrong with that idiot? Maybe I should just start, uh, you know, enjoying the sessions and laughing at this guy. It's hard because he's so damn intense. He's like, takes everything so damn serious. He sucks me into his stupid little world. <sighs> God, it just gets worse. It gets worse and worse and worse. Um, well, anyway, if there's anything you want to get off your chest, don't forget you can call at uh, 888 500 2090 uh, and uh, leave your thoughts and opinions and stories and jokes and ideas, whatever you want. You can leave me a silly, kooky message if you want. If we like them, we put them on the show. Um, and don't forget, uh, if you want to get in on the, uh, the cause to, uh, help stop shark finning, um, you can write to us, uh, at saveashark at gmail.com 
and we will in return send you a cover letter uh, that targets a restaurant somewhere in the States that serves shark fin soup. And uh, we're doing all this in an effort to uh, try and stop this uh, horrible, horrible process. Um, If you want to learn more about finning, you can look online, or I recommend you uh, watch a movie called Shark Water. Um, And don't forget, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face, uh, my indie movie is now available at Amazon.com. You can rent or buy it. It's just a download, so there's no physical uh, transaction. Um, It's just, uh, it's all digital. But if you do want a physical copy of the movie, you can... um, you can certainly buy one at uh, the web store, harlowwilliams.com, and um, enjoy that. Now, if you want to come see the kid, if you want to come see the kid in action, I will be doing stand-up comedy all next weekend, uh, the 27th through the 30th of January in Tampa, Florida at the Improv. It is a great club. I got to say, it's one of my favorite clubs in the country to do stand-up. It's it's a really cool venue, and uh, I think you'll love it. I have a riot there, so don't forget that's the 27th through the 30th of uh, January at the Tampa Improv. Go to my uh, website, click on the uh, Harland uh, Harlan's uh, stand-up schedule there, and you can get all the information you need. Um, But enough of that chit-chat. Let's get back to my hilarious friend and comedian, Gene Pompa. Uh, Gene, what's going on, man? How are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. God, you look well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just just got back from the, the mall. I went shopping. I got a new wardrobe. You, so you were shopping? I picture you just kind of standing by a fountain and looking at people. No, man. You know what made me mad? I have to get some new boots, right? Yeah. Because my boots are getting really thrashed. I'll tell you something. I can't believe how difficult it is to find a pair of men's classic black boots with just a little bit of a high heel and an open toe. <laughs> well, I can't find those anywhere. I went everywhere and no one had those. Oh. I think the Prada or... Now, you're one of these guys that always dresses well. Absolutely. And, and looks absolutely. Good. You know where I went? I'll tell you something. You know Uh-oh. what has good clothes now is J.C. Penney's. Because I, I went to J.C. Penney's yeah. to get my boots. Yeah. Oh, so they had them? Well, no, they didn't have them. But you oh. know what they do have inside J.C. Penney's is Starbucks coffee shops Ew. inside. Yeah, seriously. I went And then I went to a Walmart. Yeah. Inside, they had a McDonald's. And inside that McDonald's, they opened up a Burger King. In the McDonald's. Yeah, and inside that Burger King, there was a photo mat. Inside that photo mat, there's a J.C. Penney's with a Starbucks inside. <laughs> wow, That man. was ridiculous. Well, it probably saved you time. It did save me a little time, but I still haven't found my boots. Oh, what are they called? Maybe we, I can put a shout-out and help you locate the boots. Is there a name for them? Italian, are they? or They're actually half Mexican and half German. Interesting. Yeah, okay. They're called beater schnitzels. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing keeps your feet warmer than breaded footwear. Than beater schnitzels. <laughs> Speaking of fashion, it's no secret. You're one of the few comics that splits his time between touring right. and working the catwalk and uh, things well, like that. I do Milan. Yeah. Uh, I've done uh, Bucharest. 
Yeah. Uh, Budapest. Uh huh. And Burbank. Burbank. And do you have your own line? I mean, most designers have their own line. What's the Jean Pompa line look like? We have uh, Pompalicious. That's our ready to wear shirts, scarves, and uh, Q tips. Also, we have like a line of accessories, designer stuff. Oh, des- like, designer Q tips? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's legal. Gene Pompa and his heritage and his fashion line and his new shoes here on the Harland Highway. Oh, God. I love it. If you, if you, I think the joke is there. If you, once you physically see what Gene looks like, the, the very notion of picturing him strutting down a catwalk will make you do two things. It'll make you laugh really hard and also feel like throwing up. Oh, I love that guy. We gotta we gotta get Gene on the uh, highway more often. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him uh, next week and uh, and uh, you know get his bumpy butt back up here. Um, wow! And speaking of stand up, let me tell you one more time, just quickly. Uh, uh, yours truly, Harlan Williams, will be live at the Tampa Improv. Uh, don't forget these dates: uh, January twenty seventh through the 30th, go to harlowwilliams.com or improv.com for all the information. Hope to see you there. Uh, And uh, thank you for being here today. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope you're doing great. Keep on smiling. Keep on laughing. And until next time, my friends, chicken chow mein, baby. Well, what do you know? A ham sandwich. (laughs)